Welcome back to the City of Poland's podcast. Two brothers got together, started a podcast to shine light on talented individuals in the Southwest Florida area. Thank you for watching, viewing, and subscribing. Episode 96 with Bill Swab. Yeah, how was your day today? I worked today, actually. Yeah, I was telling them I work for a um, guardhouse at an RV resort. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Is it busy down there right now? Not now. Not now? No, yeah. When season comes, it's yeah. really busy. Yeah. It's like 400 units. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's it's weird, too, because, like, a lot of places, you know, they're, they're, like, especially here, we know, we know there's season. Like you just said, it's off yeah. season right now. But I feel like this season... This off season technically is like busy season, like traffic wise and everything like that. Like a lot yes. of people are down here right now. Yes. So I was wondering, like, with it being an off season, how that was down there? Because I know a lot of people that probably stay there are snowbirds that are going yes. back and forth. But a lot of people, I feel like, didn't go back to wherever they're coming from. You know, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. year. I don't know if you guys are, are privy to like you know the news with the news about that, but this place, like back in 2015 and I think also 2016. Well, consecutively, like, Naples was, like, number one place to live in America. Yeah. You yeah. know? So, Southwest Florida in general is already on the map in, t- in sense of tourism and, like, um, all these, uh, what do you call them? What do you call those? Transplants. Because I'm a transplant. I'm from New York. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, transplants, like, love it here. Like, New Yorkers love it here. This is paradise in New York. Yeah. 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 So, um... Yeah, I don't doubt that, and that's a, that's another reason why I kind of go hard with like, like we we should we should probably get tight, and I say we like not just like what I do, you know what I mean? Like I can do my part and such and such, but like I'm not, I can't fix nothing, you know what I mean? Like people got to do what people have to do things, you know? What yeah. I mean? Like they have to do action, yeah, action, yeah. man, action will only. Um, uh, get us out of this mess or get us prepared for what's coming and what's coming really is that this place is going to be a, like a fusion of Miami and LA but it's still going to be Na- like Southwest Florida but so I'm thinking Naples too because like Naples is like um, such an interesting place because it has money right and it has individuals that like understand how these high market areas work like these fast cities they understand how they work right but they just take like the best qualities of them right and 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 try to refine it here yeah true so it's it's better it's better that we like for one understand that system understand how that works and why that works that way you know and then hey what's goody <laughs> oh, adorbs and then, you know, uh, work yeah. with... What's good, bro? I'm hey, Danny. Chill. Kyle. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. What'd you say your name was? I'm Danny. Danny? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Hey. Yeah. Okay, he's my name, too. And his name's Homeboy. Yeah. And that's Homeboy? Homeboy? Yeah, hey, sorry. Hey, what's up, man? Homeboy. He's a good chill. boy. Hey, he's the best boy. Big screen up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Basically, we gotta be grown about this shit. We got It's business. It's business at the, other side, at the mm-hmm. end of the day. You know, like, we're creatives and we're sensitive, but we can't be so creative that it's gonna get in the way of all of our opportunities. Mm-hmm. What's the point of that? Yeah. We're just going to be starving at the end of the day. You know? Yeah, dude. And that's why I, I preach publishing to start with 
because it has to do with copyright law and and intellectual property and if you understand the power of of like the power of your ability to create assets in this intellectual property right and then you know by using an entity a, a business entity mm -hmm. like an LLC you can actually create a holding company that is the legal owner of that property right and you are the owner of that LLC yeah and that's the way to do it that's the way you have to do it in today's like yeah. day and age dude yeah, yeah it's super simple yeah it's super simple man yeah it's that way too with the with taxes on everything it's like you could pay so if i if you get a check for 20,000 now mm -hmm. you can spend what you want for business expenses and tax what's left. So if you're smart with it and you got a good accountant, um, you know, I'm not a financial guy. Don't take no, that as financial that, advice, no, but, you know, bring it up with that. your accountant. And, yeah. yeah, that's definitely the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. People need to understand just that. Like, like you can't, you don't have to do everything on your own. You don't have to, like, you, it's good that you educate yourself for sure, but educate yourself to delegate that work to somebody else you yeah. understand mm -hmm. what you're delegating yeah yeah because you've got at the end of the day there's so much bandwidth that it's like you can't be you know you can't master taxes when you're trying to do what it is you're doing too especially as it's a creative because it's like like you said you, you harness your craft you need to be getting better and like showing that like there's value in what you are you know selling people and it, if you're constantly up in the book, the books of everything, and in all the background stuff, it's taking away from all that that bandwidth, like you said. You know, you're filling up just on the business end of things. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it's hard to. I get it. It's hard to delegate some of that stuff, especially on the creative front, with like delegating. You know, some of like the the actual artistic aspects of things. Like if you're a YouTuber, delegating the video editing or delegating like the music production side of it. Some people want to be doing all of it, mm -hmm. and I get it, but it's it like takes away sometimes from yeah. what you're creating. Yeah, for sure. And you know, I, you know, this is coming out of my mouth, but I I still do everything pretty much. I'm you know, guilty like, about it too. Yeah, like oh, look yeah. at this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we have yeah, self produce. I'm getting up to change cameras and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But we do what we got to do. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Which is dope. Did you go to school? You went to, you said you were here since three, right? Yeah. Where'd you uh, go to high school? Naples. Oh. Naples mm -hmm. High? Mm hmm. Nice, dude. Yeah. Nice. I heard that was a good high school. <laughs> <laughs> for I what? really did. I really did. For, for what? For circularly? Well, let's say the people that I knew that went there. Or they at least had friends that went there, switched to Astero, and yeah. they hated Astero. That's where I went. I heard Astero was particularly a bad school. Yeah. For sure. Pretty well, how did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't like it. I don't uh, know about... I wasn't like the high school guy, though, you know? I wasn't like... Uh, I didn't like school. Like, I was a different person back then. I didn't I like... I, I hated it. Yeah. Were, so, you, were you more studious? How was your high school time? Nah. I think I graduated with like a 2.1 weighted something like that just enough dude yeah, just, just enough, enough. just yeah. enough I, I i went to um i what do you call that alternative school it was it's a it's called beacon okay like but, coronado like an online yeah online yeah. Type school. yeah yeah, yeah. But no, i went i actually went to the place yeah, I, did the same. I went to the place just to you know bring up my credit yeah i did so, the same did the same thing yeah i don't know high school was definitely a social experiment mm-hmm I, I see, looking back, you know what I mean? Um, oh, I know. I hated it. 
Cause, dude, when I when I went to I went to a community college and I was just like, no, nah, I don't fuck with this at all. This is just like high school. Yeah. And um, that's where we met, actually. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. Oh, nice. And um, I just kind of went on just a whole bender. I was just drinking and smoking and just not really giving a fuck. And um, then I went to well, my mom called me, and then I went to um, a technical school called Lorenzo and that's where we it was the uh, graphic design program so I was just learning how to edit photos edit do animation um, make a website video what else they say graphic design but it was literally like multimedia and all that stuff and basically one of the assignments was to create an app and I was just like I like SoundCloud I want to create an app or maybe like an extension that's like okay, here is how you find localized artists, right? And there's actually an app out there that's like that. It's called um, Limelight, but it's a little, eh, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to praise it in trash like that. Check (laughs) it out. It's called Limelight. And basically it's a music streaming service that, um, is based on localized artists. So like the more popping you are in that area, right? You're like, the more likely your discover discoverability is really, you know what I'm saying? The more likely you'll get impressions. People will find your music Mm -hmm. because you're, you're popular. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know that existed. Yeah. Right. It, it, It was like super beta. You had to get like some backup app or like some app that runs like tests beta apps. You know what I'm saying? I'm super techy with that shit. So yeah, you gotta get an app that tests beta apps and then, you know, it, they'll like let you check it out and stuff like that. And it was cool. I haven't checked back in it like probably a year, to be honest. I don't, know what, I don't know what's going on with it. Yeah. But yeah, Limelight. Limelight. But yeah, so I wanted to create that. And um, I ended up just creating the hippie circle and I just got lost in all the data. I'm not gonna lie. I got lost in just like all the great music that was around and I knew about Backhouse already and um, just branching yeah it, yeah information overload not gonna lie yeah and and pretty that. much we created the Hippie Circle account we created an account just to like uh, just start spreading awareness about everybody and you're like this is fucking crazy you know what I mean like this is right here like for us in Naples, Florida. In Naples, Florida, there's a whole joke. Like you're like you're a rapper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Fast forward now, literally a rapper. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. just fire. That's yeah, just fire yeah. as hell, man. Yeah. So um yeah. True. It that 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 pretty much was like the drive, the motivation of just like we're all dope, we're all into this, we all like like are creative in like different fields too you know what i mean and and like i don't know it was just crazy we just kind of just moved like that we just moved on that tip and um i don't know good things come to an end yeah what when did you start when did you start like that was in college you were starting hippie circle yeah how did it develop out Oh, how did it develop out of college? Like, was it you started events and stuff, and that's how it kind of transitioned into outside of college work? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, so I wasn't even, like, in college, if you will. Like, it was a technical school. It was a trade school. 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. So I got a certificate in like uh, multimedia design and like web design and stuff like that. But like, to be real, I didn't get a shit. I was like, this, this, this right here, this is something, you know? So um, we created the accounts and we I wanted to stay anonymous to just not really put a face to it because um, I like wanted to be on just some adult swim shit. You know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> just a a brand, a platform that supported art no matter how crazy and weird. Yeah. You know? That's um awesome. and uh yeah, we just started hyping these guys up and then eventually we were just like, fuck it, let's meet with these guys and we started meeting with them and that's when everything like we just clicked up. We did the first Save the Youth, which was I say two thousand fifteen, but was it two thousand it was two thousand fifteen? Or 2016. It was 2015 because that was November. That was quick as shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 2015 of November. We did Save the Youth in this, like... <laughs> it was Marco's Bar and Grill in East Naples, right? <laughs> and uh, they charged us, like, $1,000 to do the show. And I think, like, 300 Three hundred some people came. Damn. Damn. And that was your first show that yeah. you did at Hippie Circle. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty. With dope. the help of all the artists on the set list, you know what I mean? Like we all worked as a whole team. Mm -hmm. It was. Man, I wish if we have if we have the flyer still, I'll send you guys the flyer and like yeah, I'd that'd put be it dope. Up. Yep. But we had um Backhouse, Nate, Phil, um, Seventeenth uh, Ave. Uh, I was on there. I think Sam was on there, Samsung. Who else was on there? I don't remember. But we had other people, like, open up. So, like, there was, like, a few more people that, that performed, too. And it was crazy. It was crazy. Oh, I bet. It was, there was a big fight that broke out. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was during a, someone's set? Oh, no, after. Towards oh. the end. Actually, during at the end of the Backhouse set. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, it got crazy in there. not going to lie. Man. Who all from Backhouse was performing there that night? Everybody. Even Dom? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yo, that was probably legendary. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was because, like, all, be our, all of our friends helped and shit. Like, it was, like, a whole community effort just to, like, make this happen, you know? Yeah. That's dope. That's so then how do you feel, like, just with what some of these people have accomplished since then? Like, just, like, Slight, Backhouse, Dom, obviously, but, like, Nate, too. Like, Nate has just done such an awesome job as an independent artist. How does that make you feel? Because you were like there at the roots of it, kind of, you know. It makes like, I, I, yeah, I like I feel blessed to be honest to be able to like witness that because that's the shit that you hear in documentaries. Not yeah. to mention, like you had the you had the vision of like, yo, these are awesome people that deserve that light, and then you see now Dom is worth millions of dollars in that in that. You know what I mean? Like you saw that. I mean, yeah, I had to honestly, like, bro, it's it's a little it's a little rocky situation because like um when it comes to all that stuff you know what i mean like 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 what do you guys know about hippie circle backhouse for truly you know what i mean like our relationship and all that stuff i don't know anything about the relationship between y'all you know what i'm saying yeah yeah you know and like by design like i i truly wanted to keep keep myself in the background and just help people in the background because like i'm not really um, a limelight person, if you will. Even though like all the events I am hosting, but that's not by 
my design. Yeah. <laughs> I call someone and they cancel. They're like, I can't do it. And it's like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah. Um, so. You just wish the relationship would have continued kind of like into today? I wish that I would have like, I, 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 I should have, like, said how I felt in the moment. You know what I mean? Because, like, like 2015 to 2018, that was three years of, like, really dope highs, amazing music, but in the background, a lot of lows. You know what I'm saying? And, like, a lot of crazy shit. A lot of crazy shit, to be honest. Um, that, like we all had to deal with as a group excuse me as a group and individually so uh this feels like a fucking expose um so i wish that like we all didn't let our emotions get to us that's what happened and with good reason because again the shit was fucking crazy shit was pretty fucking crazy man Everybody was going through their shit. And, like, there wasn't, like, clear communication within the group. And we all just drifted apart, you know, piece by piece. And shit got really weird piece by piece, you know? Damn. Damn. Yeah. But that's just, like, I don't know. That's just how the shit goes, man. We're artists. We're sensitive. Yeah. And for the most part, you know, I was able to reconcile with, 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 with a few people. But, um, I don't know. It's, it's like, when you're popping, right? Okay, here we go. I'm gonna get into something. Let's go. Southwest Florida has, like, a weird curse, right? It's like, when you start buzzing and you start, like, really, really popping and being, like, like, you know, making numbers, people are talking about you and all this stuff like that, right? I've seen it get to so many people's head real quick. Like genuine people turn straight D back real quick. Yeah. And it's, you know, like, bro, it happened to me. You know what I mean? But I'm so like behind the scenes. I like, thank God, like my ugly didn't show like that. Maybe, you know, maybe that's how I feel, but definitely affected my relationships. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, It's just so funny, man. It's so funny thinking about that because, like, at the end of it, like, these guys, every everybody's so hardworking, man. You know, like they they really like do this shit, and that's why, that's really what piques my interest. Like, like I'm not really involved unless like someone's really really into it, because I've I've held a few hands and fuck that. Yeah. 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 Fuck. That's that's good too. See people that are driven like that. It's cool. It's good to surround yourself people like that. You know, for especially for a point in time. I feel like fuck. You can just be like damn. Use that as motivation and everything. That's good. But when you touched on when you touched on, uh, you know, parting ways. Um, is that were you talking about relationship between like hippie circle and back house or hippie circle as a whole parting ways I mean the hippie circle 
Who do you think your happy circle is? All I know really is y'all. Exactly. And that, that's about it. Yeah. I know people you've been affiliated. Like, I know Nate was really affiliated with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty sure he still is. Pretty mm-hmm. sure he still tapped in with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's about all I know. Yeah, it's just us. Yeah? It's always been us. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. That's awesome, dude. But, you know... With the, help, with the help and delegation, you know what I'm saying? The help of our of our friends, our associates, and, like, the people that we really, like, admire and work with, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just us all the time. Like, we really have to, like, sit down and plan and, and I don't know, make purpose out of what we're doing, mm-hmm. I feel like. Because it's like, if we're, at the end of the day, we're taking time out of people's days. We're taking time. If we're charging for an event, we're taking money. And all that stuff like that. So we're asking a lot. I feel like so might as well provide something to ask for. That's good, dude. Did y'all start the Kava Thursdays originally? It was New Way Sundays. Oh. Yeah. Because I think when I started setting up art there, it was already it was when uh, Casey Parks and Darby mm-hmm. were already doing it. And that was after you guys mm-hmm. had uh, kind of like handed the torch, right? <laughs> or how did that all work? Because I don't know the behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Shout out to them. It wasn't. There's no handing of the torch. Like, I guess that goes back to the whole like um, ecosystem thing. You know what I mean? Like, like when we did Kava, it was great. But then we had to stop because of uh, business reasons, and um, we just stopped. We did our last show, and that was it. We just stopped, and then it came back again, and we were like, hmm. Cool. Oh, I see. I mm. see. Were you the first people to do events like that at that specifically that Kava Bar? But just like because now Kava Bars are kind of like the place to do events. It seems yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, yeah. So funny enough, <clears throat> lucky enough, actually, I gotta, I you know, I always gotta revert back to like the fact that I'm blessed. I be at the right place, right time with these things, bro. <laughs> so I was just hanging out with a friend. Friend invited me over to that Kava Bar. Just opened up, and um, they're just gassing me up to the owner like oh this guy does events and he can do events for you da, da, da. and she's like really and i'm just like sure what you want and um that was born with the help of counterculture you know wow. bq a uh, whole bunch of people really powered by three um dude i can go on all the vendors that we got in there like we okay <laughs> We were supposed to charge the vendors, but we didn't. <laughs> but whatever, that was, you know, um, all the vendors that were there, all the artists that performed. You know what I'm saying? Like, like all the people that took videos that really made it. Like, like just I don't know. It was like a celebration for what was going on. That's what it felt like, you know. So like our format was the first hour would be open mic. Anybody could come on and do your thing. You know what I mean? We got the ox coming through, um, and then we would curate uh, like three performances afterwards. You know what I mean? And I don't know. It was just great. It was going great, and then <laughs> it started getting expensive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we asked we asked Kava for two fifty uh, a week. And they were just like, that's too much money. 
we're opening new stores and how can you do that to us? And we're just like, well, all right, we're going to do one last one and then we're going to part ways. And we did it and that one was great. That was the greatest one ever. Honestly, it was really like amazing all around. Heck yeah. yeah. Who were some of the original performers that you'd have on that back three lineup? Um, man. Was X and VIX doing their thing at, at that time? Because I know that's who stood out to me most when Yon I was, was setting my, up art. Yeah, yeah, was my cousin. Sorry, I, I, like that's the only favoritism I got, I guess, you know what I mean? <laughs> that like, doesn't, huh? <laughs> Yana was my cousin. Um, and going back to just helping, bro, like I want to help. So yeah, like they, it's like practice. Mm-hmm. Use this practice. That's exactly what they do, too. And they, dude, they would, I, I always, I've said it on the podcast before, but every single week I would set up at that cop bar and watch them perform with my art and stuff. And every week, dude, they'd come, they, even if no one was in the crowd, there'd be two yes. people sitting there just drinking some kava, not even yes. jamming out, but they Good. would be up there with the energy at a hundred. And now, now look at them. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they used that and practiced and per- perfected their performances. And now anyone who sees them perform is like, whoa, what is their name? I'm going to search them right now. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. That's the whole point. Um, I'm trying to think of names, but honestly, Andre comes to mind. Uh, definitely had, I think we did, have we had Nikki perform there? Della Rose. Um, when did you meet him? Della Rose? Mm-hmm. During that time, probably 2007, 2017, 18. Sorry, I'm bad with that, man. You be putting on the spot. <laughs> So 2017, um, he came through to our events at Juice Elation. So we were also doing um, an open mic at a local juice bar in Naples um, every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, we were doing that. And then every Sunday, we were doing Kava. So we were, we were, we were burning the candle at both ends. <laughs> and... Um, uh, that's where I, that's where I, I met Nikki, and ever since then, you know, we 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 just kept contact, kept in contact with each other, and he's always pulled through to our events. Um, there was one time I needed him for something real quick, and he was just right there, ready to go. And I don't know, just ever since we just been homies, man. Nice, that's yeah. sick. I don't know him that well, but I just feel like he's got a good soul. Like any like interaction I have with him, he's a good dude. Yeah, that's my dog. So then, when did you start? When did you start? Taking like did it did it eventually transition into you doing your own music like more so than the the uh, shining light with the hippie circle and all that when 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 did uh, all that start? Built suave. Acid. 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 Yeah. What what uh <laughs> what uh to be real. what age what age and how many times? Did like five in a week. Okay. Damn. That'll do it. <laughs> Come out with Bill Swap. <laughs> um That's what's that's Honestly sick, Summer yeah. Ways Summer Ways was supposed to be <clears throat> an anthology, right? Of just like my um fantastical experience of Southwest Florida. So I don't know if you guys really listen to it, but it has three tracks. Reggie's, you listen in the morning. Um, vibes, you listen in the evening, like afternoonish. You know what I'm saying? And then night moves, obviously, in the night. 
and um, listen to that on acid. Honestly, you might you might feel what I was feeling to be real. <laughs> Some people have told me like you know tripping on acid, they feel like I don't know, just like an energy, like like not my, I don't know, not my energy, but like just like they feel confident. You know what I'm saying? Which is like tight because when I listen to trap music, I feel confident. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. My music, my music is uh, interesting because I don't, I don't, I like R and B. I, I feel like I mostly make R and B. Um, I can rap. I can sing pop if I wanted to. I've seen pop before. Um, I don't know. I feel like I, I, I feel like I'm genreless and essentially, but I haven't, I haven't explored it. Farther than Billy Rose, which is an R&B base, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe if I have another project, I can like try something else. But yeah, essentially, I don't know. I I I feel like I feel like um, this area hasn't really experienced me musically as an artist, really. Not like that. Like 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 culturally but also analytically (laughs) 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 Miami gives me a lot of love a lot of love shout out Miami um but yeah I don't know the music is definitely from the soul definitely just like what I'm feeling what I'm thinking I don't know it's a whole vibe just going there and vibe Yeah. yeah yeah I'll tell you like Affection you guys heard that song? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, that verse for affection, I know that verse took me, like, 15 minutes. That verse, I just felt right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Is that is that mostly... Where, are you more quick quick with writing, or do you tend to take your time on it? Take some time for certain things? Do you wait for that feeling? Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm actually pretty quick with it. Yeah? Give me, like, give me, like, an actual session, like, probably, like, an hour and 30 minutes, and, like, yeah, I got you. Nice. I got that's, you. that's good to be able to do, to just sit down... Get it out and, you know, I get it going. I feel like, I feel like, um, cause I've been, I've been writing since I was probably like 13. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like writing poetry, songs or? Poetry songs and stuff like that. I don't write poetry no more, but, but I was definitely writing like, honestly, I have notes from when I was like 14, 13, like that I use for songs today. Wow. That's sick. That's sick, yeah. 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 That's cool. So then when did your music start? You, if you were writing back then, were you also making music back then too? Or was that more of a later life thing? No. And more, you play any instruments. I was wondering that too. I, I mostly play for production. I don't really play like per, per, performance, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's that's definitely the band. That's why I got the band, I just say. Yeah. Um, but... When did it start? Definitely high school. I would say sophomore year. That's when like I discovered SoundCloud, so like 2011. I discovered SoundCloud, and um, I just started uploading just crappy recordings of myself. Were they raps? Yeah, they were raps. They were terrible. <laughs> they were, so were there many people at Naples doing that? Naples High? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There were people that were freestyling, releasing records and stuff like that. Um, that's honestly what kind of like 
that's kind of what piqued my interest, right? About there being like a scene out here, you know what I mean? Because there's there's dudes back then like that aren't you know, they're locked up, but like if they were still you know still making music to this day, yeah, they'd yeah, be popping, they'd be yeah, popping. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, wow. That's that's true too. Um, now that I think about it, like think back to when I went to Estero, there was a lot of people there that made music as well. Mm-hmm. And like like you said back then, it was kind of kind of joked on, like, oh, you're a rapper, yeah. you know, you make music, okay, okay. Yeah. Now it's to a whole nother caliber where it's yeah. like, damn. But yeah, there was there's a lot of people that I went to high school with back then that are still in the scene making music, or some have gotten out of the scene onto bigger and better things, but. Um, yeah, still a lot of, a handful of people I can name that I went to high school with still making music. So that's cool to see that they stuck it through. Because there's a lot of them that aren't, you know, a lot of these people just found other things to do. Because at a certain point, you got to draw a line too. Or it's like, you know. Yes. Like, I don't, I want to be in music. You were asking me about uh, where I see myself in 10 years and things like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I see myself in music. You know, and that's why I I like to learn so much about the industry because I can work in the publishing side and I can work on the label side. Mm-hmm. You know what True. I mean? Like, 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 I want to take the opportunity to, to leave here, you know what I mean? To go somewhere, to actually learn, like, under somebody, like, under, like, an actual label, like, just under a professional, you know what I'm saying? But... I don't know. I feel I feel so tied to this place because of what it could be in like five years. Yeah. No, I feel you. That's true. Do you know what the boys are doing out in LA? No. Because I saw both. I saw a handful of people posting about it. I see on the yeah, stories yeah, and stuff. Yeah. They're out there right yeah, now, yeah. And, and I figure it's just like that, where they're doing some sort of work with some next level type, you know, stage in the ecosystem. And I don't know. I'm stoked to see it, bro. I'm stoked to see yeah, it because, like, dude. Yeah. It, it's like you you see that like spark you know what I mean like like you yeah. see it and you know that it's gonna be a flame you know like there's people mm-hmm. like Yano who like that's mm-hmm. gonna light on fire you know what I mean like Yano deserves to be a star all these people deserve to be stars if they just keep at it and like keep learning like keep 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 seeking that like that destination you're looking towards you know because it's so easy to just see all the failure and all the like shortcomings and all the ways you're not good enough and mm-hmm. to just be like well you know I'll just get a job or like you know just kind of mm-hmm. fizzle out. Yeah. What do you? What would you th- say is like? Would you have any advice to artists to stand out? Because it's so even back in high school, like it's so oversaturated with people who are rappers or like trying to do the thing, and it's sometimes hard to stand out. Do you have any advice on how how people could do that? Consistency, really, because even back in like early two thousands, right? Like, what was popular was mixtapes. Like everybody was dropping mixtapes, like back to back to back to back to back to back. You know, and eventually you're gonna have certain songs that are hits. And keep going mm-hmm. you know even even uh frank ocean like had like a whole collection of songs like 60 songs you know what i mean that he just kind of had out there you know so it like build your catalog build your catalog start releasing releasing consistently um add visuals if you want to uh utilize these platforms like you really got to be you got you you that's the whole point of having a team you know like you can you can look and and try to um, hire like a marketing company right but like unless they are truly like sitting down one-on-one with you like consultation and figuring out who you are as an artist what are your goals uh where you are 
currently, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you really need to put that hat on yourself and just do the work, you know. Uh, I was doing a, a whole live stream today kind of talking about that, like, like you sometimes you got to take off your artist hat, put on your publishing hat, take off that hat, put on your record label hat, take yeah. off that hat, put on your marketing hat. And like, yeah, it's hard. Duh. <laughs> if it was easy, everyone would do it. Everyone yeah. would be a star. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's the whole point of having a team. You know, I see people that are that are forming teams and that's good. Like, go for it. You know, like like create that management company and, and, and really stand behind someone and push them for real. Don't do it for just clout or whatever, mm-hmm, just yeah. because to have one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I was so gun ho for, for backhouse music, man. Like, like I was really like that was like such a highlight, you know, for me. I'm not going to lie, because I was working legit like legitimately right like in a indie record label like for an indie record label you know what i'm saying like in and out and it you know for 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 reasons that you know we we didn't see at the time like it just didn't work out but i would hope for that to come back again like i don't know what's going on slate but i would hope for that to come back again mm-hmm yeah yeah i see them plotting like they got the they had uh, podcasts advertised and yeah i know he's got and they were i even heard like sino has a whole record that that he's been anticipating dropping and stuff and whatnot and i'm excited to hear that like what all the guys are up to you know what i mean yeah because like it it is kind of like i don't know what they're doing you know what i mean exactly back to the whole ecosystem thing there's no publications that are actually um tracking that yeah you know true yeah Gotta gotta go down to Naples and touch base with Yeah, that, dude. Realize. Yeah, we just finished up talking roll about up on them. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> just roll up with the camera. What are you guys doing? Tight. TMZ type shit. I wonder if he'd love us in. No. <laughs> <laughs> not a chance. Just, just call him. Call him first. <laughs> right, yeah. Not a chance. Not a well, chance. no, not if we just showed up with cameras, but like, I wonder if we set it up, if we'd go kick it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could touch base with him. We gotta slide back on. Yeah, we gotta dude, have the other guys. We gotta have the other guys on. Yeah, too. yeah. Cino and all the boys. Uh-huh. We were talking yeah. with Cino, and he said when he gets back from LA, he's dropping a project, and I, I ain't heard anything. So time goes on. It's so hard, like you said earlier, recording on Saturdays. Like between our job schedules, Saturday is the day that we we found work. Mm-hmm. It used to be Wednesdays and Saturdays, so we could crunch in two. And then I, I changed my job. He changed his job. So now it's now like it's Saturday strictly night. Saturdays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for performing artists, that is not an ideal. Yeah, time. it's not <laughs> ideal. True. Not true, ideal. True, true. Yeah. You, so, should we take a break real quick? We should. Before we keep going? Yep. We'll reset the cameras real quick. All right. We'll be right back for part two. Enjoy the ads in the meantime. We're back. Hope you enjoyed the ads. So when did Billy Rose start? Oh, yeah, yeah. 2019. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. What motivated that? What motivated the start of that? We just started making music together. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, towards the end of the, like, the back house days, we just linked up, started making music, and... Kind of music. <laughs> That's dope. Do you remember the first time y'all performed together? Performed your stuff live? Yeah, it was at GCL, like at uh, Sydney and Burn Davis. I call it the Sydney. Um, at the Sydney, and it was us. It was me, Nikki, and Mario, uh, the piano slayer. Yeah, yeah. It was tight. Nice. It's tight. Hell yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Was that 2019? Was that uh? No, I guess 2019, 
COVID happened 2020, right? Yeah. COVID just shut down 2020. So 2019. In our brains. I know. 20, 2019, COVID was like on the rise. Like they were talking about it in the news and stuff like that. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. It was happening over there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 2020 has been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So there hasn't been much. Well, I guess down here is different, but there hasn't been still, I feel like, since COVID. Since COVID has came, there hasn't been like that show down here. You feel me? Can that. Yeah, yeah, I feel what you're yeah. saying. Like, people, things are trickling back, but it... Yeah, they're starting to become events. There's been some nice ones, been some fun ones. Um, um, Ideal Mind is... Yeah, I was just about to say, yeah, the Spoken Spit of... Sean said that that was the best hip-hop event that has ever happened at Ollie's. And Fame Fayella has done events at Ollie's, so, like, that that was dope piece of... Wow. It's really popping off. Shout out ID. Yeah. I, I, I know what you're ID. saying, though. Yeah. Yeah, and that that would be the that you know that would be the one actually because that that one was turned up. Dude. The last one we went yeah. to of that was like and the one we okay. didn't go to though. The one we didn't go to that we couldn't make it. Both of us had had oh, yeah, prior yeah. engagements. The What's recent that? one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the one that had dude. The lineup was stupid. It was Vi, Sunshine, Mambo, Casey Park showed up. Like yeah, that was the one lineup we couldn't was, miss. Wasn't Jay yeah. Drew? Jay Drew was there too, right? I think so. I didn't go to that one either. I heard it was lit though. I heard it was the best one they've done so far. I wish nice. I could have gone. Good for him. There's some places that haven't really recovered though. Like there's events like like Howl's one. I don't know if it has anything to do with COVID, but like a lot of events that they try to put on just aren't the same like level of. I haven't like, seen anything from Millennial either. Yeah, I don't know what they've been up to. I haven't really been over that way. What what kind of events do you guys like? My favorite event that I've ever been to is probably the Till It Breaks Casey Parks release show. That's the okay. kind of events I like. Yeah, oh, and I really enjoyed the Kava vibe where it's like vendors, open mic type feel, but also like. Heavy hitting performers there consistently. Yeah. I, I love that kind of stuff. Nice. Feels like yeah, little, yeah, yeah. Uh, little like community. You know what I mean? Because like everyone's friends, everyone like kind of knows each other. They're week to week. I think I think we need that as a community, like a spot yeah. that we actually go to, and you know, like Pub Palace would be like the perfect spot. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like for me, it's a little far, but I like Pub Palace. Yeah, yeah. I love that place. Yeah. Yeah, say, uh, Victor did. That's another one of my favorite shows. Victor put on a show there one time, one of yeah. the Saiyan seasons, and it was. It was dope. The one with Busy? In One Way. Was that where it was? Yeah. Busy in One Way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was the first time I saw One Way perform. Me crazy. too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I was vending, so I was outside while he was performing, but uh, I was sick. It was cool seeing Busy pull up, too, because I, I think that was the first time I saw him in person. Yeah. And I had listened to his album, Heavy. The, that was um, crazy when Busy was, pulled up, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. That was cool. Victor's a legendary for that, dude. Mm-hmm. That, that was legendary. Yeah, and he's he's doing cool stuff through COVID. I don't know event wise, but like he started enjoy and like cool shit. Yeah, yeah, he's also OG. Yeah. Another thing I liked about the 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 Kava events and that whole like vendor vibe is it it creates like and I guess open mics in general, but it creates like an outlet for people to test the waters. Like me, you know, like I wouldn't have started set like showing my art and whatnot if it wasn't for it was easily accessible. I just DM Darby and was like. Can I put my? I just moved from Pennsylvania, so I'm like, can I can I put my art up there? And she's like, sure. And put my name on the list. Next thing I know, I'm going every week. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's important because there's so how many other people? You know what I mean? How many other people around here who make music or paint pictures or anything and just need a place to do it? Yeah, and you know, it, it, it'd be kind of crazy to turn away to turn away those people because at the end of the day, like like we need these creators, mm-hmm. right? Like these creators create or, or drive culture essentially right and 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 like speaking as a platform speaking as someone who produces events my only job is to facilitate right that that drive is to just direct it this way you know what i'm saying 
like create calls to actions and stuff like that. Like, you know, I, uh, what do you call that? Um, like almost like a, you know, a user interface type mm-hmm. of thing. You know what I mean? Cause that's my thing. I like, I like making things easy and accessible, you know, and, 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 and comfortable. Like I like when people are comfortable at my events. I don't like when people feel like, um, like they can't just get up and ask for a freaking drink of water or ask for like where the restroom is or something like that. That's important yeah. too. Yeah. 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 And yeah, just feel feeling at home. That's the one thing that stood out about the Thursdays too is like all the X and V I X guys, like I didn't know they were performers because they were just coming up looking at my art, like, yo, this is like what's your name? Like, nice to meet you, this and that. Like they're just down to earth dudes. And yeah, like, yeah. that has more to do with like the people you have there. But the event itself too was like relaxed, comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that. I like that. Like I like to I like to mosh, you know what I'm saying? I like house music, and I like that. I like chill, like, because at the end of the day, I'm still from Naples. You know what I'm saying? I like the I like the posh, chill vibe. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like we're, we're lounging, we're, we're sipping our wine, we're not, no, we're not jumping around, we're not loud. <laughs> we're not loud. Get the fuck out! <laughs> <laughs> we're not loud. <laughs> I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I feel you too. And food, having food is kind of a key for me yeah, too. Yeah, dude. Yeah, a lot of events gotta have a food truck outside or something. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. key too. Green so bites comes in clutch. Yeah, there, like, they, they, they set up a good. They set up a good display when they show up. I spend so nice. much money when yeah. Green Bites pull. I know, dude. Yeah, you yeah, cannot. Yeah. You can't stop. not. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that. There's like, you know, local vendors like that. Me too. Oh yeah, I love like it. Fabi, like I love Fabi, bro. Yeah, bro, she's. She was I just here the other day for a gender bro. reveal party we had, and her she came so good. Yeah, they're so good. So good. Her brownies. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What's the the carrot the carrot cake? Uh, what is it? The three layer carrot cake. Those little oh, cups. She's... Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Bro. So good. Yeah. So good. Do you have any go to like food trucks around here that you try to? Aside from the dessert thing, like more like food trucks, you look at when when you have availability for a food truck at an event. Mm, like to book or just mm-hmm. yeah like, like if you're putting together an event like any go-to people not really like we we do we do have some that we were just like that that we like you know what i mean like that's that would be dope but not not so much for an event um we've never really had many food trucks at our events i'll, I'll keep it real like do they normally charge i don't really know how that works they do it if they see potential in making profit. So, but do they charge the whoever is promoting or putting on the event? Do they charge? No, to show essentially, up? essentially, you're supposed to charge them a vendor spot. Oh. Just a short, like a small vendor fee. You know what I mean? And then they make their money on top of that. Mm-hmm. They probably make some good money out of that. I imagine. Of yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Like, like in that place where 300 people show up, all of them want food. If you yeah. got a food truck that's belting out, you know, burrito smell or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that I'm always going to bring it back to this whole ecosystem thing because, like, I feel like I feel like if there was more of a concentration on the promotion of these, these types of events, because, you know, sometimes there'll be, like, the same event, like, three times a week or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Or three times a month. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, what if, like, those organizers just got together, you know what I mean? If they knew about each other, just got together and, like, did that event and made it something you know so like one is actually working on one's working on talent one's working on marketing the other working is working on like other logistic things i don't know that's how i think about it yeah yeah a little adventure squad 
yeah, right. put the people where they where they best serve. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, our COVID canceled our anniversary show. We were we were gonna mm-hmm. do a one year anniversary show for the podcast and have mm-hmm. like, I the idea. I, we still want to do it eventually, but like we had like we wanted the performers to be all people who've been on the podcast. We wanted the vendors to be all people who've been on the podcast. Nice. Food to be, you know, yeah. like we had yeah, a food yeah. truck lined up. We had a whole yeah. like ideas and like bro, yeah. live podcast, so live, podcast, the first live podcast, podcast we're doing yeah. all that. Yeah, and then they, yeah, we had it planned for March of 2020, right? And that was right when everything right when everything kicked in. Had to put that Instagram post canceled till further notice. Now we can do. We're already past the two years. I was like, we could do a two year anniversary. Two and a half. Two and a half year. What What do you guys plan on doing, like now? Dude, we we were talking because I I'm releasing my book in November. We were we have potentially. I don't want to say anything like too official, but like we have an idea for the book release to be some sort of party like that, where it's like releasing the book, but also it's like a live party to celebrate like 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 everything, you know, like the people we have met and like all this because it's been a journey, bro. Since I came back from Pennsylvania, like whole life has changed. Thinking about what my life was like before I moved to now, how like everything is, it's like bro, I was so shy, so like social anxiety, and now like. And I still do have that, but, like, this has taught me to, like, break out of it and just, like, awesome. talk to someone and, like, get to know them and, like, what they're all about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. I want to do something cool for the the 100th episode. Yeah, yeah. Coming mm-hmm. up in, like, a month. So, I don't know what. Maybe yeah. not a live show, but maybe do something where it's almost like a, just a, I don't even Celebration. Know. Yeah, that's, just a, yeah, that's just what it needs to be. here, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we've never cool. done a live podcast, but we've wanted to. There's a lot that goes into it, you know, streaming a live a live podcast, streaming that alone. But because ideally, if we could set it up, you know, like at a show like that where we're doing it live, mm-hmm. but then also stream it live to yeah. like our YouTube channel. Yeah, there's just a lot that goes into it. We need to get like the right boards and everything. Yeah, we're, and it would have to be like there. you said. We're like if we were to embark on an event like that, it would have to be like. We'd have to delegate, you know. It couldn't just be us anymore. Yeah, like we self-produce this because it's sure. just in our living room. But like to do an event, we'd need to have someone for sound because it, we didn't wouldn't have time to just like fiddle with our equipment until oh, it's, until we get it to work. Annoying as hell. It's annoying as hell. And I, something always goes wrong. You sound, know what I'm yeah. Sound, the stage, the lights, the cameras, everything. Like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a lot. You have to you have to follow the signal flow. I've learned that. You follow the flow of the signal. So the signal starts here, and then you go to each and every component. You look at each and every component and see, okay, what's going on here? Like, do is the volume low? Is this off and not plugged in? Some it's literally something simple like that. You know what I mean? You just keep on going until you hit the speakers. Yeah. Wow. Signal flow. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's a bomb too. Yeah. That's what we got to do here. Yeah, because there's a lot that we got to trace back here, and mm-hmm. run, we've run into so many problems, dude. Where it's just like, I mean, as, as crazy as like. Just starting everything, start a podcast, start recording, and we sound like robots. And, <laughs> and we're like, okay, we don't know this we audio thing. We didn't change anything. We didn't change a thing. Now our voice sounds like we're talking in a like, shattered glass cup or something. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, an audio engineer will help you out with that. Yeah. Eddie Rock will help you out with that. Eddie Rock, yeah. He, he did, and I think he did help he us. He did, I think he did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like the ear, I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah, <laughs> DJ promo. That's the us. hardest part about interviewing us. people yeah. that like have knowledge there because mm. it's like, bro, we do like we we do our thing, but like we don't really know what we're doing. We're not like audio yeah. guys. We're not yeah. video guys. Like yeah. we just fly by the seat of our pants most of the time. And those guys are mostly cool about that stuff. So yeah, 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 dude. Shout Pro- out DJ yeah. promo too. Promo's helped us out. Yeah, fat. 
Yeah, he's yeah. We did a freestyle. We did a freestyle with King Rock here, and we mm-hmm. didn't know how the heck we were gonna do it because usually when we do our freestyles, it's very like low tech. It's not. It's not like you know, not like how Flex would do it or Sway would do it or whatever. But when we had we had promo here to DJ it mm-hmm. because King Rock deserves something like that. You know what I'm saying? But like we didn't know how it was gonna work. But lucky promo did know how it was gonna work, so he just like knew all the you know like do it this way and yeah, yeah. came in clutch, and that's how it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that was... You can hire interns. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Especially, like, with some of the difficulties we've had, like, with, uh, you know, because we do do this all ourselves and whatnot. Like, we had a dropped a hard drive the other day, lost an episode, like, just just Mm -hmm. things like that, where it's just, like, you you know, it's just unfortunate and you just got to roll with it. It's But it's got, and, like, camera stuff. Like, right now, this one's blinking low battery, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) It's every week. It's not ideal. But eventually, you know, to have someone, producer, you know what I mean? Like, have someone just be here to, like, make sure this is focused perfect, because that's another thing, is, like, we get the episode out and I go to edit it and it's like, dude, you're, like, barely out of focus you know what I'm saying like, cause like I just glance at it cause I'm just here like trying to be present and I'm like okay you're good yeah, okay yeah, you're good yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. just like barely out of focus you know yeah. what I'm saying <laughs> but let that be a testament bro if you're trying something if you're like going for it you know music art podcast whatever it's like you learn as you go you can't you're never what That's is it fair. Judah said you can't you don't read the book to like learn everything you just learn it as you do it you know what I'm saying oh yeah yeah that's mm-hmm. me I'm a what is it called kinesthetic learner yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's why. That's why I never did well in school. You don't want to cram all this information in your head. Yeah. It's like read this and memorize this test. It's like. I don't care about. Get this me stuff. in the field. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get me in the field. Yeah. Make my hands dirty. <laughs> I'll learn it. Yeah. I just started martial arts. I love that nice. shit. Nice. Oh, what? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Oh, Sick. nice, dude. Our boy does that. Our boy's yeah. pretty pretty solid. He's got like his awesome. first amateur fight in October. Awesome. Yeah. Good luck, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you training at? Uh, this place called PMA in Naples. They're okay, nice. Size. Yeah, they just nice. started. Nice, dude. Yeah, cool stuff. How long ago? Like, literally, like, this month, bro. I just dude, started. that's where it nice. starts, bro. Yeah. That's, that's sick. That's, that's life-changing. Jiu-jitsu is, like, sick. Like, jiu-jitsu yeah. is, is so... It's it's intensive, but it's like at the end of the day, once you, like, know what you're doing and get pretty good yeah. at it, it's, it's relaxing and it's enjoyable. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Do you do, like... Are you trying to do gi or no gi? Like rope? Yeah, no, we got gi. Gi's, yeah, 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 nice. That's manipulation too. More yeah, areas right? to grab, sling, throw. Exactly. That's good. It's dude. been it's been tight. It's been yeah, tight. No, that's awesome. Yeah, every that's time awesome. I see Gabe, Gabe's trying to say like, bro, you need to start rolling, bro. Like, you need to Gabe, get over. Gabe, what's his last name? Gabe Mata. Mata? Okay, no. Because there's an instructor over there. His name is Gabe too. That would have been crazy. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. Yeah, but that's a lifestyle, bro. The way he preaches it to me, it's like, it's not just like, learning how to fight or learning how to defend yeah. yourself it's like it's a whole it's art you know what i'm saying like yeah, it's yeah. it's therapy yeah even when i'm like just practicing the little stuff that i know like i feel like you really feel like you guys are, you watch anime mm-hmm. you, you ever heard of a anime called uh hajime no ipo ipo it's mm-hmm. a boxing anime it's like old school oh, and essentially like they have these like scenes where like these guys are like powering up for like the cross or the jab or whatever uppercut and there's like wind like circulating around like their bicep you know what i mean like it's it's like their their fist is like powering up yeah and, like, honestly like when you're when you're really like going into the motion because like when you do a jab right like like it's your whole body it's not just yeah jab. Mm-hmm. Like, you really like go into it yeah. and when like when i just slowly like full extend like and i'm in the whole form i literally can feel like like 
the energy like rising from the ground type shit coursing through my body packing up in my shoulder yeah and, like, and it feels so good yeah, yeah, yeah to yeah. just be yeah i love boxing yeah i don't, I don't roll with jujitsu but like b- boxing is my like i can zone in and just go dude i love hitting bags and nice doing that yeah it's pads is fun too if you've got like a buddy to hold pads and you know maneuver uh-huh. yeah, but yeah, yeah there's nothing like getting that solid punch where you're like bah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, i love it nice yeah How long you been boxing? i mean on and off like never officially i never went anywhere to learn but mm-hmm. it's something that when i was in high school we would put gloves on and we just fucking duke it out nate morales funny story nate morales knocked me out yeah, we were boxing in high school. Oh my he got God. me on a sweet spot, Nate, and Nate I just Lord. remember waking up, oh and I was Lord. like, "Wow!" I the ones that knock you out, are the ones you don't see, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just a clip to the jaw, and I just woke up on the ground. I was like, "Wow!" It yeah. happened like in a second. Like I literally fell to the ground, woke up the second I hit the ground. But nice. it it happened. I was like, "Yo, you just knocked me out. That's mm. sick. Yeah. That's sick." Yeah, but uh, no. So that. So then I used to. I always just liked fighting as like high school stuff, stuff like that put the gloves on with friends, friendly fades. And then when he, he used to live with Gabe um, in the house they had before this, he got us all gloves. He got, got us, us all, all gloves. Pads. We yeah. had a boxing Training bag regiment. and the thing. Damn. Yeah, we were, yeah, we would meet up weekly and just like, do mile he runs. was already doing it at the, at, at a training gym. So he would just kind of like teach that. us. It's and like it was, that, man. You just like, I gotta do this and I'm not going to do it alone. You're coming with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. teaches the one twos and like it was pretty sick. Yeah, shout dude. out, shout out, Gabe. Dude, that's yeah. awesome. awesome. Yeah, Do you have a awesome. history of fighting or fitness or anything before the BJJ? Um, honestly, I like football really, but for the most part, I don't know. I guess I've just been kind of an active person, really. Like ever since I was little, I was like really good at like, oddly enough, like lifting weights. So, oh yeah, I don't know. It was just like you said, like on and off again kind of thing. And now uh, I'm 26, so I'm getting old. So I'm not trying to like, like that shit's just going to catch up. I yeah, kind of keep the joints so oiled. I gotta, yeah. <laughs> 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 I got to, yeah. So I was like, let me get a discipline. And this was it. Dude, it's cool. It's cool that you mentioned anime too, like to relate it to how how you like feel when you're when you're performing some of these things. Because like I think about that a lot in the gym, like when I'm working out, because it's like. I was thinking about it today, even like the, me and Danny, we love Dragon Ball Z. Like that's one of our top like favorite animes and stuff. And we like the concept of Super Saiyan is something mm-hmm. that like it's fictional and it's like funny, you know, because they just yell a lot and power up until they're like hair's gold. But it's like at the essence, that's 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 real shit. You know what I mean? Like me and Danny talk. Is it the eighty percent rule or something like that? Where it's forty percent. Forty percent. Where it's 40%. like when you when you've reached your max, when you're like going to like do a number of push-ups or like whatever. It's like that's not your max. You keep pushing because like you haven't achieved your max yet, and you think mm-hmm. this is your max because you feel so tired and wore out. But if you keep going, and it's the same with anything, you know, like whether you're like having a day of work and you're starting to feel tired, and you're like I need to go home or like whatever. It's like you need to tap into that like inner, you know, yeah. that whatever that inner energy or whatever you call it, you know what I mean. Yeah, tap yeah. into it, and that's nice. what just like tapping into Super Saiyan, you know what I mean. It's like you unlock that, you know, what I'm, you know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, for me, it's like well. First, going back to anime, I believe that life is is definitely like an anime. Um, But that, for me, it's like that that voice in your head, like that pops off when like it's like you you know you're supposed to be doing something, but you don't want to. 
And then that voice is like, you know, you're supposed to be doing this. <laughs> I feel like that's what that is. And yeah, it, like, yeah. It's like, yeah. Like, you either choose to listen to it or not. Mm-hmm. You, you, you listen to the one that's like, fuck that shit. We don't gotta do that. And that's like your ego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also just how, like, you notice the, a lot of the times the protagonists in the anime, they'll, like, they'll constantly have something, that, especially, like, you know, like, the, the the ones, like, One Piece and Naruto and, like, all those, like, whatever you call them, Shonen Jump mm-hmm. or whatever, they have, like, that, that something that they're looking at. And no matter what anyone tells them, that's what they know is going to happen. Like, you know, Luffy is like, I'm going to be king of the pirates. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, no, you're fucking not. You're skinny as hell. You're a little kid. What are you talking about? And he's like, I'm going to be king of the pirates. And Naruto, you know, he's I'm going to be the Hokage. And they're all like, no, you're not. You're a little jit. And he's like, well, I'm going to be the Hokage. And then alas, by the end of the show... They achieved what they, you know, they what they said because they had that like utmost confidence, that unbreakable yeah, yeah. confidence, and that's what like whatever your goal is, you you need to have that, you know, just like an anime, like you need to be that character that's like I'm gonna get that, I'm gonna be that top selling artist, I'm gonna be that you know famous painter, I'm gonna be that yeah, football yeah. star, I'm gonna be a black belt, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. fighter or whatever. And if you just keep that in your brain, is that's where I'm gonna be every day. Of your life is working towards that, you know. True, very true. They're like. Like, I, there have been moments where, um, you know, I, I really had to, like, kind of slow down and realize, like, holy shit, like, I'm actually, you know, I'm over here, like, man, I need to get in the industry, I need to be in the industry, I need to, like, work and, like, get, like, like, get the homies in there and, like, get the city eventually in there and, like, you know what I mean? Like, I need, I need to, like, orchestrate and conduct and da-da-da-da-da-da-da mm-hmm. and, you know, getting lost into all that, I miss the fact of like this is basically everything that I've done like everything that I've done like doesn't even matter type shit because I'm so focused on mm-hmm. like like why aren't we here yet type shit yeah if that makes sense yeah you know so yes having purpose having purpose is important if you don't have a purpose in life or like if you're not striving to figure out your purpose there we go if you're not at least striving to figure out, like, yeah. okay, like, like, how do you say it? I can do more. Like, I can, like, 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 we have to, we have to contribute to our community. We have to contribute to society. You know, it's the only way that things actually really, truly progress. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. like, in this, in this class, there are, they teach children in this class. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that's awesome. It's, like, these kids are good, too. You know what I mean? Like they're pretty good, and and it is just like yeah, like that's the future. Like we have to we have to realize our future. Like that's why I'm like, like I'm trying to focus on education and publishing because like education is key. Like people need to 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 really care about their future. Like we're not we're not kids anymore. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. yeah. So so. Um, Life is definitely an anime in the sense that you can create your destiny if you really, truly focus on it. And also in the sense that you shouldn't take life so fucking seriously because it's an anime. Or, okay, here's my analogy. Life is a video game and you shouldn't take it so seriously because it's a video game. You know, like like the game, the game, the game, we know what the game is. The game is like, striving for something achieving success having like um like 
the fictional or like the dream you know what i mean house kids dog whatever um family and like good job and all that stuff right being there for your for your elders uh fucking recycling just being the most the best that you can be really yeah, right yeah. Oh, yeah. and taking the game too seriously is like being mad that you're not there yet yeah yeah, yeah. yep facts yep. being mad that other people are there yeah being mad at like 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 when like living in naples bro when like rich people affluent people whatever people of a certain lifestyle right they talk to you a certain way right and you can be like up yours fuck you you piece of shit or you cannot take the game seriously and understand that this is someone that takes the game too seriously that's important yep because with all their money they really think that you're about to do what the fuck they say <laughs> yeah that's hilarious oh yeah yeah i see that uh i see that all too all the time yeah yeah practicing mindfulness too like you said like you it's important to focus on that goal but sometimes you just get that tunnel vision and sometimes life is throwing you like signs that maybe there's a diff you know like if you're so focused on achieving something but like there's all these signs saying like you know it's it's working in this avenue it's working in this avenue come come turn that way and sometimes you need to pay attention to that and to to truly do that sometimes you have to be present you know you can't be too focused on the future or dwelling on what has happened or the past it's like you gotta be recognize the blessings you have right now and recognize like what you have achieved you know you like i just did that or this is happening i have this in my life and that's so cool rather than like i'm not where i want to be yet this isn't yeah this isn't moving fast enough yeah you know? yeah oh for sure that's me <laughs> that's me yeah. and we're all guilty of it it's easy it's easy to fall like get take the game too seriously it's so easy because every single day we have these pressures we have you know like insecurities there's all stuff we work got to work through you know mm-hmm. definitely would 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 you agree that it's i heard this be said somewhere you say this often where it's like would you agree that in order to achieve like a dream that you're trying to achieve like i said the end goal that's probably 90 percent of people want that end goal yeah um financial freedom is a big one too at the end of the day you don't want to have to be stressing about how you're going to pay for rent cars mm-hmm. things you want whatever etc mm-hmm. um it's important to go through like experience a job that you hate you know, where, yeah. in order to kind of get there. Where, where. Um, would you agree with that? Hmm. Or, or to feel broken, like to have that moment of just what you like, you're, you're, you're at your lowest. So, you know, like I was telling you about the, the what was I saying? The rock bottom. Yeah. Like when, like I, the milks, when I was telling you to throw in the melts in the dumpster, the melts. I had a day where I had to literally dump. I, at my old job had to dump like, for, you said it was like 200 and 250 gallons of milk that had expired. I was about to go home. Like it was almost my time. And like, I I think I even had like my second job after or something like something Jeez. was happening that day, but I had to throw out all these gallons of milk and it's like the dude assigned it to me right before I was supposed to leave. And it's 250 gallons of milk. I have to throw in the dumpster and I, I, the way gallon. I want to gallon do it and the, and the way I want to do it is like, that's going to smell so bad sitting in a dumpster in the hundred degree Florida heat. So like, I want to dump the milk out and then crush the thing and then, and then throw it away. I mean, I'd want to recycle it, but, wait, 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 wait. but like, but I had to, needless to say, I had to throw all these gallons of milk into the dumpster yeah. and the whole time I'm sitting there, that was the same day I found out my credit plummeted. So like, mm. so I got that bad news, texted Daniel, like, bro, I got to figure something out. Like I'm not doing good financially. Mm. Mm-hmm. Then they do that to me, and I'm throwing throwing these yeah, gallons of milk. Like I only had like 15 minutes, <laughs> yeah. and I had to get home to like my dog and shit. So I'm like, fuck this, and I just like 
tried to use every ounce of energy to just like grab these milks and just boom, boom, yeah, boom, yeah, boom yeah, just yeah. throw them into the dumpster. And the whole time I'm doing that, I was telling him, like, I'm just thinking, like, I'm never doing this again. I'm never being to this point. And you hear Casey Neistat has a similar story of like working in a restaurant, having to dishwasher clean like cham clowder pots. And it was just the worst grueling job of just scrubbing these stupid pots. And that's what kind of fueled him to be who he is today because mm. he's like having, being at that bottom, working that job that you just hate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, like it, it's really good for you at the end of the day, you know, dude. Humility, I think. Um, you you took it the way to motivation, and I I can I can I can attest to that for sure. Motivation to get out of a situation that you like in your soul you feel like this is not for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, uh, I I enjoy working jobs that like like are of service. Like I worked a lot of hospitality jobs. So I, li- I like being of service to others, mm-hmm. like going back to helping people and just, you know, like even with like, you know, the situation you guys are saying, I'm like, I'm just thinking like, yeah, I, got, I know what to do. I got you. Um, so uh, I think that, yes, you should understand your worth and like what isn't for you. You know what I mean? But also understand that like, there are people that do these jobs on the regular you know what i mean and like the job needs to be done mm-hmm. and like dirty jobs you ever seen dirty jobs yeah. yeah 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 that was like that that was supposed to be like like in homage to like the people that actually work these types of jobs yeah because without them our whole like fine like infrastructure really would be like like go to shit yeah yeah so yeah no that's true too and it's fuck it makes you think like not because what you know what you're saying is absolutely true though it's like essential in order Mm -hmm. for us to function like everyone wants to be the youtuber famous like you know artist and everything but but you know society's not going to function as a whole if we don't have plumbers or electricians and garbage contractors yeah Mm -hmm. yeah everything Mm -hmm. um but it, it makes you wonder like whenever i was in high school working odd and end jobs you know a lot of restaurants country clubs things like that i'd be working with people that some people are like you know you get those servers that are like 50 60 years old and mm-hmm. you're just like and kitchen staff fuck. you see cooks yeah. that are just like dedicated yeah. cooks bro yeah mm-hmm. yeah dude i mean i'm haitian i see the haitians that are in public like for 19 years you know what i'm saying counting yeah you know and, and honestly for the most part they like it Publix is a nice place to work. Yeah, oh, if you yeah. have that, they goal, treat if you, you have nice. that plan yeah. of like being there 20, 25 years. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Kyle only worked there for you know however many years he did, just a handful of years, and they, he had like stocks through them. He yeah. had like hella benefits, got paid out a lot when he left the company. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's cool that companies are able to like take care of those sorts of people because it is an essential job. Like no one wants to be bagging, you know, or taking trash out in public bathrooms or cleaning the floors or whatever, but it has to get done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've cleaned bathrooms before, man. I got. I, I can be vulgar on here. Oh, yeah. Dude, the women's bathrooms are the worst bathrooms ever. <laughs> uh, I'll say it here first. Oh, my gosh. I, ladies, I love you, but gosh. Just look before you leave, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, the, the whole essential part. Because, okay, even in, like, the music industry, right? Like, I feel... I feel blessed enough to to actually enjoy pl- publishing. Like I enjoy data entry 
and like connecting dots and making sure like tracking and all that stuff like that's nerd shit like you know what I mean like an artist is not supposed to like that but I enjoy that stuff and I feel lucky so like like um I can sacrifice in a sense I can sacrifice time on my artistry to do it because it I, I like it the same as I like my artistry mm-hmm True. It's that's, important to pay attention important. to that, too, because yeah. I feel like we all have those, like, whether it be skills or feelings or whatever, it's like we have certain things about us, you know, mm. maybe you like, maybe you like doing this sort of job or you don't like doing that sort of job. And it's like, you kind of got to pay attention to that, you know, it's like uh, where it's like I said, with the path, like sometimes mm-hmm. you have a different calling that you kind of need to put some attention towards as well, mm-hmm, you know, because mm-hmm. that might be where you fit into everything. That's how you're going to contribute best to the world. And you know what I mean? To your community. Bro, I just I just finished uh, Terry Crews's memoir called Man- Manhood, and it was sick because he's got hella stories like that. I had no nice. idea. Like he he like really dives into his like himself and like his feelings and stuff, and like how he's at these points in his career where he's like been at the top, you know, made it to the NFL, this and that, and then he gets cut, and then he's back to like bottom of the barrel job, and it gets to the point eventually wow. where like he had to learn through so many hard processes and like being shitty to people just throughout his life just because he like had a big head and everything. Word, word, word. That ego thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, it, and yeah. It, like you just, reading it was cool because you just see the ups and downs to the point where he's at a very, very low down after being in the NFL, which was even more humbling because he's like, bro, I, des- I don't deserve to be like sweep, he had a, got to the bottom where he had to do a job sweeping for eight hours or something he said and so and but that humbled him made him realize like i made these decisions that got me here or like you know that the nfl worked out the way it did for me and maybe that's not his wife had to point out to him like maybe this isn't what you need to do maybe like this is what you need to do and so but he got there so he had to sweep those floors for eight hours a day until his true calling came to him which was like acting and modeling and all of that and and it was cool because because like he he uh talks about he gets a security job and I, I won't get too far into it, but, like, he, he just makes the most out of his time, you know? Like, he wasn't able to, like, do the things he really wanted to do. He, he had to do the security job, but mm-hmm. while he was standing there posted up, he couldn't make it to the gym because he was working all day, so he would just do push-ups on the floor. He'd grab it. Like, if there was, like, a little bar, he'd do pull-ups and like because mm-hmm. he got really out of shape and he wanted to be in shape. And mm-hmm. doing all of that led to him, like, someone on set was, like, I think it was Arnold Schwarzenegger was like, you don't, you're doing security. You need to be behind, like in front of the camera. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to be doing an acting role. And that eventually led to where his career eventually made him a superstar. And, wow. you know, and it's cool. It's cool to read that. Like to see someone yeah. like him, who's this like apex person in society, you know, like celebrity yeah, yeah, yeah. that went through all of that, you know, cause so many people get to that low and then that's it. They're like, I fucking, you know, they become that depressed, just like self-loathing, just angry For sure. person. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I was going to say something, but that was such an interesting story. That was. At the security job, there we go. The fact that you said free time, you know? Like, managing your time, right? Okay, something that really, like, noticeably changed my life, right, is having a physical calendar to actually plan out my my time. Yeah, 100%. For the day, the week, the month, mm-hmm. right? And um, it's like the time that I spend working at this guardhouse, like I'm literally working on publishing bookings and like the marketing and all that other stuff, you know? Yeah. Like Utilizing that time good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because for the most part, like, I, again, I feel like right place, right time. I feel blessed 
to be in a freaking guardhouse that I can just sit in for seven hours. Yeah. Yeah. Chill. And you're in the same boat. 100%. You just told me the yeah. other day, like, you, nice. you're now working two jobs. 60 hours a week. Six, more hours, but the way that that hours are set up, you yeah. can work on other things and utilize, you know, more time to edit yeah. the podcast. Yeah. I was telling him, like, I, I went from being, I was making a living off art, like, just solely. Wow. I, I quit my day job at the milk place and everything. <laughs> the milk place. <laughs> the milk that's a grocery <laughs> store, dude. The milk place. Not too far off. <laughs> But uh, quit that job and I was doing art full time and uh, so like transitioned and now now where I'm at I, I have more time to do the edit the podcast now working a full time sixty hour a week job than I did when I was just doing art full time and it was mm-hmm. because like whatever I don't know exactly like why but it's just because of that like mindset where now when I'm in the morning at work I have like three hours to myself where I'm just like monitoring the program and sub monitoring kids so I have three hours to just like have my laptop out and like between things I have to do at my job I can just edit part one of the podcast and then next day edit part two of the podcast and by midweek podcast is done still work 60 hour a week still have Saturdays free to like record a podcast you just got to find that like where it fits together you know you got to like put the puzzle and some of it is time management you have to figure out what time you have allowed you know what I mean? And some and some people just use it as an excuse, you know? They'll be like, I, I work a day job. I don't have time for this. I don't have time yeah, for but that. in that time where, like, you're editing or you're at the gatehouse, they want to be on their phone. Or they want to, yeah, yeah. you know, and then they want to... Yeah, yeah. It's about finding that grind, too. And, oh, and I sure. get that, like, you know, with the bandwidth, not everyone has the energy. Like, I know people who work a full-time job and they just don't have, to have energy to go skate after work or whatever. But that... You know, me. That goes into uh, lifestyle there, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, me as piece. someone who knows, like, I want to skateboard and whatnot. Like, if 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 you don't have the energy, you got to find out why. You know, maybe you need more sleep. Maybe you need to improve your diet. Maybe you drink way too much caffeine. Like, you need to uh, make some adjustments so that eventually down the road you can do the things you want to do because, like, it's totally valid. You know, you might be yeah. exhausted when you get off work, but yeah. like, if you truly want to do what you want to do, and. Like, that's not to say you can just work the day job. You know what I mean? You don't have to, like, grind, burn the wick at both ends because that can be resulting in burnout yeah, and shit yeah. like that. But it's, like, you got to you gotta pick and choose. You got to choose what you want in the world. And if yeah. you truly yeah. want to, like, pursue education and publishing, like, that, you know you want that. So you know, like, in your downtime, that's what you're going to do because you know, like, the security job isn't your end-all, be-all. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's well said. Mm-hmm. This part two's been fire, bro. We're on, we're on one one camera left. <laughs> I don't even know how long we've been going, but this has been interesting as hell, man. Yeah. No, this is one where yeah, like this is one where we definitely gotta have you back. We we try yeah. to do like little little things where we have like like guests back on, but it's not we structure a different format. Like we've okay. had we've had this uh, audio guy, Cody on for a regular interview, then he came back and did like a hot ones thing with us, where we had like mm. hot chicken Little wings, to do. hot sauces. Oh, wow. We got like we spin a board to see where it's gonna line up. Certain amount of spice asks like the certain amount of question. You know, the most Jeez. spicy sauce is gonna be like a, a spicier question. question. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so right. it's fun. We try to do little things like that too, where it can just help bring that audience to the YouTube like and ultimately that. give us more content. And you're definitely someone I want to do that with because. You, you know, we could sit talk. here and talk for hours. Yeah, good talk. Cool. Yeah. And, and, I gotta say, I gotta say, props to, like, thank you for coming on tonight. Because yeah, this has real. been long awaited. And the fact that we just shot our shot today was like, yo, and you're like, let's go. And you're here. Yeah, and yeah, we did I it. Figured, like, I figured since, yeah, you guys reached out, I was like, yeah, long awaited for sure. Yeah. It's been like, I, like, almost a year, right? 
since we last talked about this? Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Well, not last talked about it, but since we actually tried to set it up and mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. And I feel bad because like there's DMs sometimes that like people hit us up that we don't know to, and it's like person's dope. We want to make it happen, but like it's just it's hard. You know what I mean? It's hard For to sure. like hard to fit it all in, but, but we For try. Sure. So if, you're, if you're listening and you're one of those people, we fucking love you. <laughs> yeah. We want to talk to you. It's just right place, right time. You know, like yeah. it happens when it needs to. Definitely, because yeah. you guys are advertising as well these episodes. You know, mm-hmm. so like that, I can already tell. Like that, like actually piecing, you know, clipping and like, you know, uh, um, sorry, formatting really to like what they're saying and like what like why it is important and why it pertains to the rest of the. Like it, it, it all takes planning. It all takes thought, mm-hmm. you know, and intention. So, yeah. good to yeah. see you guys, really. Thanks, Thanks, bro. That means a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, for real. Unfortunately, we do only have the GoPro. But if you wanted to plug anything, like anything that you have out there, you know, your Instagrams, Billy Rose, anything, that camera is all yours. Oh, cool. Um, I go by Bill Suave. Honestly, I can only plug the Hippie Circle. The Hippie Circle, you can find everything. That's me, Billy Rose, everything we've done, everything I've done. Um, actually. Cafe Nutrients. Shout out to Cafe Nutrients. Uh, we're doing a Sangria Sundays hosted by Counterculture Collective. You can catch us there every Sunday from 10 to 2 in Naples. Pull out, slide through. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. 10 to 2? Mm-hmm. 10 to 2? Okay, nice. Yeah, man. Where is that? Where is that place at, too? So it's uh, on Tamiami Trail. Oops. It's on Tamiami Trail, and it's in this uh, nice plaza building. It has a very spacious back. Uh, parking lot okay where they sometimes have um dope like night market events nice yeah okay nice 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 slide through yeah you You do it every sunday nice yeah and we have different djs playing house music deep techno or deep house techno damn hell yeah bass drum and bass and that's 10 p.m to 2 a.m no. no, ten a.m. to two p.m. Oh, oh, then that's solid, yeah, bro. Because I was just thinking, like, time. I can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, brunch time. We have a uh, unlimited sangria, like it's like twenty four dollars. Got a whole pitcher. It's nice. I gotta pull up. You're gonna be there tomorrow. Yeah, I'm there every Sunday. Dang, I don't know what tomorrow looks like with the car situation. Mm, the cars sure. broke down, but I want to try to pull up for real. Because yeah. I no we worries. try to set up at like flea markets and stuff Sunday mornings, but we don't do it every Sunday. So that'd be cool. I, I love coming out to Naples too. So. Yeah, nice. I haven't been. We haven't been out too much lately. Just been busy. Been missing a like, lot of shit. Yeah. Man, this has been a solid episode ninety six. Yeah. yeah. Where can they find us at, bro? Do we got a camera? We ain't even got one. Turn it. Hey. You can find us at City of Palms Podcast uh, on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, new episodes every Monday. Uh, social media platforms. Too. I highly Follow advise the Instagram because I understand Instagram. not everyone's into the podcast. You know, you don't got time to like drive and put on a podcast or sit and watch a YouTube video. But Instagram, we got one minute clips, we got thirty second reels, yep. uh, you know, story highlights, just all that stuff to get the content it's to you. Popping off on the Instagram. Yeah. I love the Instagram, dude. Yeah, I, yeah. I really do like putting yeah. content on there. So oh, yeah. get it. It's just City of Palms podcast. No spaces, dots, or anything like that. Yep. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to our Instagram. All and tune in. Hit him with the outro, Biscuit. Yeah.